The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We mentioned the budget and all of the detail that has been leaked and emerging today as to what will be officially announced tomorrow. Uh, amongst the announcement is a free school, school book scheme for all primary school children from next September and a reduction of the pupil-teacher ratio from 24 pupils to one teacher to 23 pe- pupils to one teacher. Owen Daly is principal of St. Malachy's Mixed National School in Finglas in Dublin and he's with me now. Owen, you're very welcome to the show. I mean, on the face of it, th- this is a good thing, isn't it? A reduction in the ratio. Absolutely. It's always a good thing when uh, we're investing money in, in, in our education system. But I suppose my bigger concern would be the fact that many schools are not able to staff their current cohort uh, within schools because of lack of teach, teacher shortage. And particularly in, in the big cities where rental uh, accommodation is, is scarce, that um, a lot of schools are down teachers um, already at the moment. So you know, I think that's maybe the initial thing that we need to target is is making sure that we can actually ensure that each school can staff their current cohort. Okay, so so I mean, uh, uh, the basic maths: if you've got two hundred and forty students in a school, you get ten teachers. Next year, you get eleven teachers. You get ten up to two thirty. You get another teacher. So they have to find a, a school of that size would need another teacher, double the size of school. You need two more teachers, and so on and so forth. Uh, tell me a little bit about. That teacher shortage, though, because you know, maybe people listening to this would think is there not panels in, in areas that they hear people talk about? And there's difficulty getting on panels, and it's great to get on one, and then you're guaranteed a job. Yeah, well, I suppose from experience of, of, of talking to um, other principals within the locality, um, you know, many of them have vacancies for fixed term positions, so that would be for the full year, which was normally quite a prized position to get, mm. and for even permanent jobs that they just can't fill the positions at the moment, so they could be down one, two, three teachers. Invariably that affects the special education um, special education uh, cohort within the school, because obviously you're obviously going to staff your mainstream classes first, make sure that there's a teacher within all the classes. So it, it's becoming a massive problem, particularly in Dublin, where um, I suppose a lot of young teachers just can't afford the rent or uh, aren't willing to pay some of the rent that they're being asked. It's, it's you know, it's not. Um, I suppose giving them a quality of life that they, yeah. that they feel that they want at the moment. Yeah, we we spoke to a teacher only a few weeks ago here on the show, and uh, her partner is a teacher as well, and they're basically living in a prefab shed in somebody's back garden. That's the only rent they can afford. Two teachers in the capital, so you can see why people maybe don't necessarily want a teaching job in the capital. Is that the pro- Is there a lack of teachers or is that the issue? There are teachers out there but they won't take jobs in parts I, I, of Dublin. I think, it, there's a bit of, I think we obviously need to, uh, we have had an increase in teachers' uh, positions within schools so I think we do obviously then need to be training more teachers so I think it's kind of uh, twofold. We need to train more teachers but we also need to make sure that they're going to be able to have a, a good quality of life in the area that they're living in. So I've heard of principals who are actively trying to seek accommodation for uh, for teachers that are, are willing to take up position skill once they, they get accommodation in the somewhere within the locality. Teachers are now travelling huge distance an hour, an hour and a half in the morning would be commonplace now within mo- most schools in any urban setting and I'm sure it's the same in um, rural communities as well as many teachers have moved back. So that that's a huge problem and it's, you know, obviously it's affecting the, the teaching and learning within the school mm. if, if, if staff are down and then a lot of the panels which were created to kind of much fanfare, I suppose, like for instance, within my locality, we have a panel of six teachers where 
um, the skills in fingers and some of the skills in Ballymun, if they're missing a teacher in a day or someone's out sick, the, a teacher can be sent for her panel as, to substitute for the day. They're, they're not able to fail at all because they just, you know, schools can't get the teachers themselves and, and these panels then can't get teachers either. So it's it's a huge problem within schools, particularly when you have a, a few absences on a given day, as will happen throughout the year, particularly as you come into the winter season. And is even if we had the teacher problem solved, Owen, is there an infrastructure problem as well? I know like it would take time kind of for that ratio to embed through the system over a number of years. But it strikes me that if you've got, you know, a, a lower pupil teacher ratio, you're going to have more classrooms if the number of pupils stays the same. I, I doubt there's many schools out there. I don't know does St. Malachy's have spare classrooms lying around. Well, actually, I, I've moved on now, Karen, to Mother Divine Grace, uh, not too far from St. Malachy's. But, you know, from knowing both the schools, lots of schools are kind of already at full capacity, as in, you know, my own school, Mother Divine Grace. Now, we, want, we don't have any spare capacity as regards classrooms within the school. So if we were to gain an extra teacher, it would cause, I suppose, a welcome headache in one sense. But, you know, then you're having to get on to the, the building department, the Department of Education. And, you know, they're inundated at the moment, particularly with um, a lot of the the classes for uh, children with ASD that were announced um, t- coming up towards the summer. Mm. A lot of them schools haven't actually enrolled any children yet because they haven't got the facilities yet. So, you know, this is sometimes I, I think we announce things before we put the infrastructure in place to guarantee. So it sounds fantastic and it's always welcome when we lower pupil t- to ratio. It's always welcome when we lessen the financial burden for parents. But, you know, sometimes I think it would be much better if we did more targeted approaches and okay. make sure the infrastructure is in place so, first. So so that's what you're looking for tomorrow uh, to go alongside this. Uh, how is it going to be implemented? How is this going to work? Yeah, and like furthermore, like for schools, like, you know, SNA, a lot of schools are, are waiting the outcome of SNA reviews that were instigated in June and they're still awaiting and we're four weeks into the school year now and, you know, boards management schools are having to prior, uh, hire SNAs privately as well uh, to that effect because mm. of the shortage and the reviews that haven't taken place. So they would be things of greater concerns, again, to schools. You know, it's as I said, it's fantastic to hear about uh, the free books for all children. But, you know, in some cases, there will be some families who will be able to afford the school books. And, you know, maybe that money could be going to more targeted approaches. Yeah, And also, schools themselves, I think need to be cognizant of the financial burdens that we put on on parents. You know, our, in our school this year, we self we reviewed every single book and workbook, and and we decided whether that was something we needed, yeah. or, you know, or was it a luxury? It just strikes me, though. Owen, I mean, the, the the idea that you know some parents can afford the books and some can't. I mean, that there's economists who line up around the block to say, yeah, we have too many kind of universal payments in this country, too many payments who go to the well off as well as the needy. But that's a pretty important principle when it comes to education. I mean, it'd be a significant enough departure now from that principle if we were to say that one of the kids in Owen Daly's class gets his books for free and the girl sitting beside him doesn't get the books for free because of the job mummy and daddy have. Yeah, luckily I'm not, I'm not an economist, so I, I just come up with the ideas. <laughs> but I suppose no more than the free transport scheme, you know, which again wouldn't have affected my school being a city school. It's not something that would hugely affect our school, but maybe there's a system where people can apply to avail of it and make okay. it a very user friendly system. As I said, I'm not I'm not an expert <laughs> in these things, but on on the face of it, yeah. sometimes we kind of do a, a you know a, a sweep and brush sort of uh, measure when really 
we could target certain aspects of, of the education system. Well, uh, Dawn Bean is with us as well, uh, Owen, she's owner of Woodbine Books in Kilcullen. Uh, Dawn, the free school, school book scheme that, that we're expecting to be announced, I mean, lots of parents will be delighted with this, but I understand you sell an awful lot of these books and with the books, I'm sure an awful lot of other things, copies and pens and pencils and rulers and pencil cases and lunchbox and what have you, uh, might this impact you? Um, yeah, I think it will. I mean, obviously, we're all delighted if people get free school books. It's great for parents. It's a big burden off them. But um, a lot of small bookshops in small towns sell school books. Uh, yeah, and you sell the stationery, you sell the print sticks, you sell school bags or whatever. And it's kind of takes up your entire summer. Um, so it depends on how the scheme is going to be implemented. You know, if the local schools can still go to their local bookshop and get their books from them, then that's great. But if there's going to be some kind of tendering process where they have to go with the lowest tender, obviously local school or local bookshops won't be able to compete with that. We just can't negotiate bigger discounts from the publishers. So I suppose we'll have to see how it's implemented before we know whether it's okay. how, how badly it's going to affect So, so if, if, if Owen and Mother Divine Grace School, if they can go straight to Folans or whoever it happens to be and, and cut you out, you're going to lose. Yeah. But if, if, if they can... Go to the local school. Now, uh, uh, Woodbine Books and Kilcullen's not local to Mother of Divine Grace where Owen is teaching, no, but exactly, you get my point. Yeah. But, if they yeah, can at least go I mean, to the local somebody. shop, money is staying in the local economy and it's keeping yeah, the local business exactly. going. And, you know, students are being employed during the summer to to cover the books or whatever needs to be done. You know, it's there's a lot of kind of extras that maybe mm. haven't been considered. So, like, yeah, we have five summer students who we take on just for the summer. And it's only to do school book work. We wouldn't need them if we didn't sell school books at all, you know, because otherwise it'd just be the same as the rest of the year. And how important is that business in the summer for you? We've actually, I've, I've only opened six years and we've always sold school books. So I don't actually know. We've never had a summer without school books. And to be honest, I never wanted to sell school books when I opened. But people in the town were kind of saying, oh, you know, it'd be really handy if you sold school books, save us going somewhere else or ordering them online or whatever. So it's kind of pressured into it. And then once you're in, there's no getting out of it. So, um, yeah, that's it. that's the reason okay. we do them. Well, listen, I suppose much like Owen, it's to be welcomed, but the devil will be in the detail as to how it's going to work and how it might impact people and businesses. Don, appreciate you taking the time. Don Bean is the owner of Woodbine Books in Kilcullen. And Owen Daly is principal now of Mother of Divine Grace uh, School in Dublin. Owen, thanks a million for speaking to us uh, as well. 53106, the text number. Uh, if you have a view on free school books, whether it should be means tested, uh, and possibly not all school uh, students should be able to avail of it. Personally, I think when it comes to education, I think there's a lot to be said for universality. I think, you know, in other areas, Owen is right, the the pool is far too wide and not deep enough. But I think in school, if one student at a table is going to get free school books, you can't deny it to another because of the job their parents have. It's just a, it's a principle that applies in the education system that I think should be stuck with. But maybe people will disagree. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.